It's time for another episode of the Cultural Hall. The real test of this episode is going to occur at the very end, uh, where uh, Mr. Mayor himself, who is in studio visiting uh, from the other lands, uh, when he has to do the outro, it will be uh, quite the test because I'm not going to allow him to look at his computer, which he oh, has in man. front of him. He has to keep eye contact awkwardly with me as we end this episode. Well, maybe I'll pull it up and memorize it yeah. whenever you're talking so that I can do it with uh, Here's the deal. I think that if you could have memorized it by now, you probably <laughs> would have. So my bet on you being able to memorize it, not good. It's not a good bet. <laughs> uh, All right. I'll put it away. We'll see how good I am at. But you're here in studio. Uh, welcome to town. Welcome to the uh, home studio. Yeah, Utah, where there's an LDS church and a Maverick on every corner. <laughs> and, and, but you don't get to, en- I mean, you get to enjoy the church, but you don't get to enjoy the Maverick ever oh, since. Good. The- I get uh, I get to enjoy, like, fruit juices from Maverick. Okay. Yeah. Like the bug juices? Yeah, bug okay. juices. And I, I bought some... Uh, some, uh, what do you call uh, beef jerky. Yeah. So I could have, because I have to have small little meals all the time, so uh-huh. sometimes I'm not in a place. It's easy, so I grab beef jerky so I can snack on that if I need to. You're here solo. I'm here solo. Yeah. No wife. I looked around for her. I was wondering if maybe you were hiding her in the car, and it doesn't appear that you are. I am not. I am not hiding her in the car. She is, uh, she's back in uh, Texas, and uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about why I'm here. It was kind of a personal uh tragedy, but we'll talk a little bit about that. Articles and, of news. And I'll let you continue to try and fix that uh, microphone arm as I chat a little bit. Uh, w- so we did uh, two articles of news this week. People are probably wondering what the deal with that is. Well, part of it was because I hadn't visited with Annette for a while, and the other part was because I wanted to be able to visit in person with Andrew when he was here. So you get two newses this week. What, do you, what do you want? That's great. You I mean, next week be, you don't have to do any. It could be three newses for crying out loud, but uh, if you have not yet listened to the episode that we dropped on Monday uh, with Maddie talking about girls and pornography, pretty powerful episode. A lot of great responses from that. Uh, you can go back and check that out. Uh, if you are a Patreon saint, you get to be able to see that video. That's patreon.com forward slash the cultural hall. So I don't want to talk about why you're here because we're going to talk about that later. I don't want to talk about your surgery because we talk we've, a lot about it. We've overdone that, I think. <laughs> but but I do want to know, is there anything else going on that uh, that you wish to speak about? Well, we, we talked about my hearing aids last time, so that's a, that's big news. I'm, I, think, I think the cool thing was is I'm here for two weeks and um, I was able to see mostly everyone is really important to me, including you. Oh, uh, no, it's not not a joke. Um, I was able to get it all in, and I wasn't sure because um, things were tight. So, mm-hmm. um, do you find when you travel places that like sometimes it just becomes overwhelming when you think about all the people you have to visit? Yes, and so most of the time when I come into town, I don't even tell you. Right, so that no one's feelings get hurt. <laughs> yeah, I so usually you let you know like, I was there last week, yeah. and you're like, hey. Uh, so, we yeah. should have eaten. And you're like, yeah. I did, barely. <laughs> so usually I, I fo- and, and this this one gave me a little bit more time, so I was able to focus on more than just my family. Mm-hmm. But normally that's what I focus on. Like when I come back in August, probably will, I'm not even going to tell you the day because I don't want you to know when I'm well, actually sure. here. No, well, I'm just kidding. And I saw you now, so I don't need to see you again. Yeah, yeah, we can know, wait a good long time. Good two or three years. The other thing that I wonder is when you travel for work, do you often sightsee as part of that? Or do you mostly just kind of 
get there, do the work, you get to the hotel, and maybe you're eating a little bit of food afterwards or, you know, whatever. Mostly, I don't sightsee. Yeah. Uh, mostly, I'm busy. I, it's very busy. When I go travel for work, it's I don't just have one thing to do. I go, I fill the whole day with stuff. And so when I get back, I'm usually pretty tired. Once in a while, though, if I'm in a place where it's like, I'm here, I, I really need to go see, like, the St. Louis Arch when I was there, I went mm-hmm, and saw that. Mm-hmm. And New York City, I wandered up and down Times Square. I went to a Broadway show one time. Right. So some places you do, but yeah. other places you're just like, forget it. Yeah. Whenever I'm in town, though, and there's a Mormon or an LDS site mm-hmm. nearby, like when I was in um, St. Louis and Kansas City, there's Independence is really close to sure. Kansas City. Sure. And just there's there's places nearby in that area. So I will try my best to go see those sites, and go to Liberty Jail or something like cool. that. Cool. Okay. Okay. You know, I have exhausted myself in the past and I don't do it as much anymore, but like when I go for conferences or even if, you know, on the, on the times that I've gone DJing other places, like I would marathon enjoying that town or that city or whatever. And and it's been the last couple of years where I'm just like, I'm tired. I'm going to do the thing. And even if it's like a three or four hour gig, like I'll get there, know where I'm going, get set up, be, you know, several hours early, go back to wherever I'm staying, sleep, 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 do the thing, go back to the hotel, sleep, 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 and leave. Yeah. I, Christy will say, hey, you've been to that city? I'm like, hmm. yeah, I've uh, <laughs> I've been to a hotel near the airport and yeah. I've ate at a few places, but beyond that, I don't know anything about yeah. that city. Yeah. We, uh, we're doing the thing right now where we're planning out the, we do one big vacation a year. Oh, where are you going? I, we, well, that's what we're trying to figure out. So mom lives up in Washington, which is where we most of the time go. Easy to go with a dog. Um, but we are really trying to get to North and South Carolina this Ooh, year. Have you ever been? Be- oh, yeah. yeah. They're beautiful. Yeah, never been. Have several people. Charlotte um, is great. Try yeah. the barbecue. It's very different barbecue than yeah. the rest of the Southern barbecue. It's like a vinegary, mm-hmm. right? Vinegar yeah. and kind of almost like a mayonnaise, huh. something. Yeah. Yeah. So a uh, few listeners of the cultural hall that are out there that I want to say hello. A friend who's a DJ that's out there that I'd like to say hello. Uh, a he friend... never comes to Austin and says hello to me. Well, I, Even though I, I have a guest room, I told him he could well, stay. Well, and I've been there before, but it was before I knew you and before you were there. Oh, yeah. When I went and visited the wilds of uh, San Marcos. Which sounds like it should be a TV show, right? The, <laughs> the Wilds, Wilds of, of San, San Marcos. Um, but yeah, trying to figure out if that's actually going to be in the cards or not. But I really like it to have the location on the calendar and like know the time and just be like, well, listen, we're doing this. And then we'll figure out all the other yeah. stuff yeah. as we go. Yeah. I'm going, uh, uh, we're going to go on a Viking River cruise. Okay. That's going to be kind of cool. Are you wearing the helmets with the horns? No. No, not, no, not that no, kind of. It's from uh, <laughs> Amsterdam to Switzerland. So in May, that's that's where I'll be. No okay. articles of news that week. But you don't get to, uh, you don't get to eat all the delicious things. Well, they do. It just, there's no, you can't do it 24 seven. So, uh. and, and it's mostly kind of more like a guided tour as opposed okay. to an ocean liner where you can just eat and play gamble and do all that stuff. And is that something that you've always wanted to do or yeah. something? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My mother-in-law really wanted to do this. And so, so that's kind of why we're doing it. So, so you're going with the in-laws going with the in-laws. A lot of is family. that good? Yep. Oh yeah. 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 You it know, those jokes, you know, those jokes space. about mothers-in-law. <laughs> sure. Sure. They don't apply to my no. mother-in-law. Okay. She's awesome. She treats me yeah, like tra- I'm her son. But traveling with in-laws is different than just like true celebrating with in-laws. Yeah. Well, that's why you go to a Viking river cruise. So, you don't have to deal with the whole who's paying for what. Yeah. Everything's all inclusive. Yep. It's all yeah. There. 
Uh, still looking for, we mentioned this in the last articles of news, still looking for anyone who would like to make very small, nominal, nominal amounts of money uh, by listening to the Cultural Hall. I have a job, a task that I need help in completing. So reach out, contact at theculturalhall.com. That's mainly show notes and SEO things. So if that sounds terrible to you, you need not send the email. But if you'd like to, to uh, help make this more well-known to folks. I would love some help as far as that goes. And that can be more than one person, which is nice. And also... What uh, would you say the time commitment for per week on that? Well, it would be whatever someone wanted to do. Oh, okay. Right. Like if you could have everything, like how much time would someone spend if you could have them do everything you wanted them to? Well, so so what it is, is there are a lot of episodes of the Cultural Hall that have sort of incomplete notes, and most of them don't have keywords tagged. Ah, and so it would be making sure that the notes are complete and tagging. Hey, if you're good at keywords. that, co- contact Richie. That would be awesome. Yep. Contact at theculturalhall.com. And people can do it at their leisure, right? Like per episode, it's not going to be worth it. So if you're like, oh, man, this is a great part-time job, that's not the case. But I don't feel like I can ask people to do it for free. So we can negotiate something as far as that goes. But, but if you've ever wanted to like go back through and listen to all the episodes either again or for the first time, mm-hmm. that would be a good opportunity to do that and get a little change on the side, right? Yeah. And I would maybe even uh, look at a, a way of doing, because Patreon is going to be the easiest way for people to listen to all those old episodes, maybe even allow that individual or individuals to be a part of the Patreon group for a while. So that, that, that makes sense. Contact at theculturalhall.com. And then also going to be leaning into YouTube this year. So if you are a YouTube aficionado, you know your thing there. You'll notice here in this room, by the way, Mr. Mayor, in the corners, there's places for cameras. Ah. So there will be cameras. I thought those eventually were security for security cameras so you could watch, make sure I didn't steal your mics. That also is why they're there. That's why they're there today. Most of the time, it'll just be so ah. we can do. Great. You had to hurry, and you knew I was yeah. coming. You had to hurry yeah. and put them on. <laughs> yeah, that's why everything else in this room is sort of a mess. Uh, look, do you want to take a break? We come back. We do actual articles of news. Yes. Imagine running a small business today. It's challenging. Imaging and internet presence is an absolute must. Even with that, you're still a small star in a bright cyber universe. Now, imagine you have someone who understands how to get your site designed for your talents and then easily searched by potential clients. Imagine Lennon Design. Whether it's strictly a website or a whole package of logo creation, advertising media, and promotional materials, Lennon Design is your partner in business. They'll test the boundaries of their imagination to create something unique for you. When you need creative Creative, affordable design. Let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit LennonDesign.com. BestDJinUtah.com is the website that you need to go to if you would like to party with me. Now, just because it says Utah as part of the URL does not mean that it has to be in the state of Utah. I've traveled to such illustrious places as Wyoming, Nevada, Texas, Washington, and others, Idaho as well. If uh, if you're having an event and you think, you know what, I would love the energy, the charisma that is Richie uh, to be able to bless the event. I don't know why I said bless. You can hit me up, bestdjinutah.com. Maybe you, you yourself are getting married or has been the case multiple times this year. You are the apparent not a parent, just the parent, uh, or one of the parents, because there's multiple parents. I'm getting distracted. You are one of the parents of the bride or groom, and you think, Richie would be great to be at this event. You can hit me up, bestdjinutah.com. Be sure that you mentioned uh, that you hear it on the cultural hall. I may, in fact, even get you a little bit of a discount. Who knows? We'll see how I feel that day. It's bestdjinutah.com. 
Hi friends, Dan the Laptop Man here from PC Laptops. You can get a brand new PC Laptops desktop and they start at only $29 a month and it comes with a lifetime warranty. Just check us out at PCLaptops.com. That's PCLaptops.com. All right, here in the second half of Articles of News, we do actual Articles of News. Hit it, Peter. You can't lose Articles of News. And away we go. In this Articles of News, we're going to talk about a few things. Tabernacle Choir... Because of course we are, because Andrew's here. We've got some terrible news, which Andrew has relegated for me to speak to. I've got a quiz. I'm going to give you a quiz. I'm excited about that. See how good I am. Uh, Plus, we're going to talk about the, is it 99 or is it 100 things that are the top things that have occurred under President Nelson's presidency and much more. I would love it if you break the seal on the news. What story would you like to do first? So... You know, I'd love for some someone to go to these events and report back to me and let me know how they are because I'll be back in Texas. But the Tabernacle Choir has two events coming up. One is a virtuoso performance um, with a Ukrainian organist named Victor Bila. It's going to be on February 3rd at 7.30. So someone, one of you guys, go to it. And, and reach back out at the contact at theculturalhall.com and let me know how it was because these virtuoso performances, I went to them a few years ago, and um, they are quite awesome. Even if you don't like organ music, these are it's amazing what what um, what they do here. So, and is that in the tabernacle or is that at the conference center? The tabern- t- uh, tabernacle, yeah. So the tabernacle organ on historic temple square. So cool. Yeah, yeah. T- so that that's usually where they hold these virtuoso performances because sure. the big organ at the other at the conference center is cool, but it's not his historic. Yeah. I mean the his- so if you're playing if you're a virtuoso, you want to play at the tabernacle, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Um, and then at the again the t- the Tabernacle Choir. Now this is also at, um, is that right? Yeah. The so uh, the O.C. Tanner Gift of Music is a two evenings concert series, and this year the Tabernacle Choir will be performing Felix Men- Felix Mendelssohn's Mo- monumental oratory oratorio. Man, I can't speak. Oh, you got it, you Elijah. Got so okay. February seventeenth and eighteenth, seven thirty p.m. Um, tabernacle doors again back in the tabernacle open at six thirty. Uh, tickets are required, but are free to the public. So go to tab, tabchoir.org to find get your tickets for both of those. So if you're one of those people that looks for something free but cool to do, maybe off the beaten path, you want a date great, yeah. and not have to pay a dime, but have yeah. a great night. This yes, is great. All right, how well do you know our prophet, President Russell Ooh. M. Nelson? I've never met him. This is. Uh, <laughs> Know him, I never met him. Uh, this is a quiz that is provided to us by LDS Living. So they, take they, that. they do the best quizzes and lists. Take that for what it is. Here we go. Uh, to celebrate the historic five-year anniversary of President Russell M. Nelson, we want to see how much you know about our beloved prophet's life and ministry. How many temples has President Nelson announced? Is it 300, 102, 118, or 94? It's either 102 or 94, I would bet, and so I'd say 102. Okay, going to click that. True or false, President Nelson speaks Mandarin. True. All right. What instrument does President Nelson play? Piano. Oh, you didn't even need it. Okay. Which war did President Nelson serve in? Ward? War. WW1? Oh, war. Korean? WW2? Or He'd Vietnam? be pretty old if it was WW1. He might have served in Korea, so I'd say it's... Uh, man, that's a hard one. I'd say Korea. Okay. 
at what age was President Nelson baptized a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? I believe it was later. Is there a multiple choice? 10, 8, 16, or 20? 16. Okay. True or false, he was called to the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles without first serving as a general authority. I think that's true. He was... He. I think for... they're going to give us the answers here in yeah. a second. True or false, President Nelson has perfect pitch. True. Okay. What year did President Nelson become an apostle? 1992, 2005, 1960, 1984. 84. Okay. How many children does President Nelson have? 14, 8, 2, or 10? Hmm. I'd say it's eight. Okay. President Nelson served a full-time mission in the New England States Mission. True or false? I think that's true. Okay. What was President Nelson's professional occupation for over 30 years? Cardiac surgeon. True or false? He skipped the fifth grade. I'll bet you that's true. I don't know, but that's my guess. Which one of these books was not written by President Nelson? The Gateway We Call Death, Accomplishing the Impossible, the Power Within Us, Insights from a Prophet's Life. Hmm. Insights from a Prophet's Life is probably okay. written by Sherry Dew. What sport is President Nelson known to enjoy? Is it skiing, running, skateboarding, which would be awesome to see. I'm betting that's not it, or swimming. I have no idea. So I'm saying skateboarding just because that's cool. Okay. True or false, he was the first Latter-day Saint prophet to meet with a pope? Uh, false. Okay. I think that was Gordon B. Hinckley. Which one of these church changes was not announced while President Nelson was the prophet? A, Come Follow Me curriculum. B, Two Hour Church. C, Home Teaching, Visiting Teaching to Become Ministering. D, The Closure and Renovation of the Salt Lake Temple. Come Follow Me. I believe that was well before he came in. All right, submit. And now what? Now what? I submitted it. Now what? Did it give you the oh, score? Oh, there we go. There we go. Get my score. You got 11 out of 16, so you missed oh. five. So I didn't do great. It's not, I would have got, seven, what, 72% or something like that? You, uh, The ones you got wrong. How many temples has President Nelson announced? He has announced 118. Wow. You said 102. He does, in fact, speak Mandarin. He does, in fact, play the piano. He did, in fact, serve in Korea. He was 16 when he was baptized. He was called never serving as a general authority. That's true. He also has perfect pitch, which is true. Called in 1984, which is true. You said he had eight children. He has 10 children. You said that he served in the New England States mission. That answer is false. Ah. Uh, he was a surgeon. He did skip the fifth grade. The book that he did not write is Insights from a Prophet's Life. You are correct. He enjoys skiing, not skateboarding. <laughs> Uh, he was, in fact, the first Latter-day Saint prophet to meet with a pope. Oh, you got that one wrong. I did. Uh, Come Follow Me was the correct one. That is correct. So you got 11 out of 16. Congratulations. I did okay. Yeah. Not perfect. No, no, By no, far. no, no. In fact, I think if we looked percentage-wise, you're like a solid C. I'm a solid C. Maybe a C minus. Yeah. Yep. Great work. Great work. <laughs> well, that reflects my high school career. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that is. <laughs> yeah. It's very similar. Uh, what other news stories do you have, sir? Well, I, um, I thought maybe we'll talk about briefly why I'm here. Yeah. Like so, at my house while you're here? I was no, trying to bring well, levity I mean, to what I know is going to not be a levitous. So you might have read on the news, um, recently there was a 14-year-old kid who was killed um, up by Echo Reservoir. That His dad is my one of my best friends from high school. So um, I, I came in pretty quickly, I found out 
Friday morning, um, the, the day after it happened, and I was I was on a plane by 11 a.m. that morning and got here. To that point, I, it was really expensive to get here. So I, I'm here for two weeks, so that's why I'm here. Because you were going to be here <clears throat> for like four or five anyway days, for yeah. four or five days as just a yeah. vacation or checking in with your mom. But mo- I had to move the one flight forward, cost a lot of money, and then uh, so then I'm here for two weeks because I couldn't afford to pay any additional f- to get home. So mm-hmm. I said, how soon can you get it without changing the cost of the flight? And they said the 27th, so I'm flying home then. But it's been, here's what I'll talk about. I don't want to talk about the the actual accident and everything mm-hmm. else. But I think what I what I saw and what I experienced, I first of all, I thought I was coming to support my friend, and I think I learned more from the way they bound together as a family and uh, supported each other than I could have ever done by by being here or helping them. I'm hoping I by being here I was able to help. Mm-hmm. But um but even more so the community of Colville. It was You mean like the city the itself? The city like itself, the, the yeah. people, the residents of that community. Okay. They just it was like it was like they were extended family of the Jones family. And so they came together and and it was quite amazing. And and to the fact that on the Day of the funeral, we found they found out or um, uh, that they didn't have enough chairs because the middle school was going to let out all the ch- the kids to go to the funeral, and it mm-hmm. was packed, and it was quite an amazing funeral, heartbreaking that you beyond belief, but but it was an amazing funeral, and and it made me realize that um, even though tragedies like this occur in mortal life and there's nothing we can do really about them other than try to be as safe as we can and protect ourselves. Um, but these things will still occur even when you do that, that, that God inspires each other, each of us to support. And, and I love the comment. Um, I saw somewhere on Facebook this week that I think it was Hank Smith who said something like, uh, um, God doesn't ask us to, um, to, um, to make people happy when they mourn or something like that. He asked us to mourn with those that mourn. Mm-hmm. And that's what I saw. And it was it was uplifting and it was it was joyful and heartbreaking all at the same time. So that's why I'm here. So that's and and the church it was fun to talk to the Relief Society president, see the church and everyone bind bind themselves to this family for this time. So when you you, you know you come to town, you find out this happens, you get on a plane, you know, all this and then you sort of show up and then, and then, like, what do you do? Because I, I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, hey, I'm here, solidarity, you know, what do you need? But so often in those kind of things, it, it like, I don't know, I don't know that people even know what they need. So how did you, like, like, what did, I don't know what how, did you do? I don't know how effective I was. Um, I think they, they could tell you, but um, I, two things, my, my friend, I, I believe what, well, he was initially in shock. Sure. And um, his wife told me that when he found out I was coming, just me saying I was coming made it change. So right there, just just was helpful, mm-hmm. I think, that that way. Um, but mostly what I tried to do is stay out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they let me sleep in their basement, but I tried not to be in their way. I tried not to and, – and look for places that I could maybe offer a, a hug or, a, you know, my arm or whatever I could do. Um, I – I'm a writer, so I wrote a few little notes to several of them, noticing things that I saw them doing. I just sent them on Facebook, so it was that. I did things like that, but my my goal was, you know, to be there in case I could help, but mm-hmm. not get in the way. Because the first thing I found right away, because I got home and I went right up to Primary Children's where they were 
kind of in a vigil waiting for the ability to, for him to donate his mm-hmm. his organs, which he was able to, I think at least three people got some organs from wow. him. Wow. So, um, and when I asked Casey about that, I was like, this isn't this a long time to sit and wait knowing your son has passed and, you know, but you're, you have to wait until they can do it. He said, that's hard, but, and I, I love this from him. He said, if, if someone else's son or daughter can be saved, I, I'd be happy to do this again. So it, it was quite, quite awesome. I mean, when we were kids, we were really stupid, dumb kids, and you know. <laughs> wait, and, wait, hold on. I'm having a hard time believing this about you. Okay, I'll suspend disbelief for yeah. a second. And um, and and we we were worse together. <laughs> yeah, but we always had each other's back. So it was quite cool to be an adult and and have real things to have each other's back for. So I think that there's just a lot of value when you. And I think I was, I've been thinking about this because ministering comes up a lot in the church. And, and how do we define ministering? We used to have home teaching and you showed up at the door. A lesson and was, within the home, within the month that exactly. ended with a prayer. That, That's right. Otherwise, it's not. Sure. And, uh, and, now, and now I think a lot of people struggle with, now without that structure, how do I minister? And I think I learned a lesson of ministering when I watched people just come over and sit with with the Jones family saying almost nothing. If, mm-hmm. you know, there were times when I think Casey, uh, uh, sorry, I haven't said his name yet. My friend Casey, mm-hmm. um, I think the night times and the mornings were the hardest for him. And so those are the times you can just be there. And he said, thanks for letting me feel a little normal when you were around. So mm. I think, I think that's what they want. The more you, you know, and, and just look for ways in, in any situation, whether it's the tragedy or whether it's just in your, community that you can be part of someone else's life. And that's what I think I learned this week. Mm. Mm. You know, they, I can't remember who said it, uh, but I have been thinking about it. I also went to a funeral in the recent past of a great aunt. Um, but they said that every year, every individual should go to a wedding and a funeral because it gives such a unique life uh, refocus because, you know, that focus on love and the building of a relationship and all that that comes from being at a wedding, that celebratory thing. And then um, the reflection, the life not lived, the all the things that comes with a funeral to be able to refocus. They recommend, even if you don't know the people, to attend because you can still get a grasp of that reflection in each of those moments. And I just was like, Poof, I don't like I don't like funerals that much. I don't like funerals that much either, but I'll tell you the the speakers at this one were the uncle, his uncles, you know, one on each side of the mm-hmm. family, and and they they celebrated his life and and thanked the community so well that it was, I mean, I couldn't keep from from crying. I'm having a hard time right now, but um, one nice thing is my mom attended with me, and as she saw I was having a hard time, she just put her arm around me, mm. and I thought there's ministering going on everywhere I see. So, yeah. Yeah, a sweet, a sweet opportunity. Sorry that that you know obviously occurred and hearts and and all the thoughts and all the prayers and feelings to that family. But and he's an avid listener to the cultural hall, not just because I, <laughs> I I'm that on would, here. That would be be fine if that's why he was. But he actually used to be a well. I think he still is a very avid listener of your former job. Ah, so. okay, okay. In fact, I think he was in the studio a few times, so you might even recognize me. Huh. Um, okay. Well, uh, let's do the hard shift out of that yeah. story, shall we? Uh, hard to know where to go. I'm not going to go where I thought I might go. Let's go here. Uh, there was an article because, um, you know, you just had uh, the 
Congress, the new members of Congress, etc., sworn in, the three members of the U.S. Senate and six members of the House of Representatives are Latter-day Saints. Do you know? Let's see if you can name them. Let's go senators first. I, I think I can pull off Mike Lee. Okay. And that's about it. Oh, come on. <laughs> you're not thinking if you're... It, the other one is very obvious. Oh, oh, Mitt Romney. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the third one is the unfortunately named Mike Crapo. I think it's probably Crapo uh, from Idaho. So that are the three senators. Now the six representatives. Any idea? No, no clue at all. Oh, come on. Think you, if you do Utah, you're already great. Evan McMillan? If he's not a representative. I don't know. Okay. I, I've uh, been out of Utah for seven years. All right, I'll give it to you. So John Curtis, who used to be the mayor of Provo, uh, now is a representative. He's a member of the church. Blake Moore, who is also, uh, he's doing Not even ringing any bells. Here in the state of Utah, Burgess Owens. That one kind of rings a little district. bell, but very, very ding, dingy, dingy. Uh, representative Andy Biggs of Arizona. This is his fourth term. He's elected back in 2016. Uh, Mike Simpson from Idaho. He is 72 years old and has served since 1999. And the final one is Representative Chris Stewart, also of Utah. Now, I read something about Idaho recently, and I don't know how true it is. So I'm going to say it, but understand it may not be true, that Idaho means nothing. I, I saw the same thing. And actually, in the news that you have not yet heard that I recorded with Annette, do you, do you guys we, go, we go into the fact that it means nothing. Okay. We well, must have watched the same video. I think we did. And I was <laughs> like, oh, I thought it was an Indian, uh, Native American word. Yeah. Man, I, I'm, I'm struggling with my uh, woke language. No, you I, <laughs> yeah, you could say, yeah, 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 Indian, yeah. Native uh, American. Native sure. American is right. Yeah. Not, yeah. I corrected myself. Good. So yeah. long, so long as, uh, just like uh, the prayers on the sacrament, so long as you correct yourself, we yeah. don't have to go back. You don't have to go back yeah. and start over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, leaning into maybe some of the harder stories, the LDS Church has now settled with a Tacoma sex abuse advi uh, uh, survivor for $1.1 million. More lawsuits are pending. Uh, it says it recently agreed to a $1.1 million settlement uh, brought by a man who was sexually abused as a preschooler by a teenage volunteer in his Tacoma ward. When the parents of the plaintiff, who was five at the time of the incident in the 1980s and now lives in Utah, told their bishop for the Mountain View ward, the church leader said the same volunteer had been accused months before, according to the plaintiff's attorney. Uh, the bishop discouraged the parents from going to the police. And that's common to many of the sexual abuse claims against the LDS Church, where congregants are indoctrinated to bring problems ranging from domestic to substance abuse to their bishops and instructed to handle those issues internally, says the attorney, Mike Fow, who oversees PCVA's cases against the LDS Church. So and we hope things are getting better, but we keep hearing things. And so I hope, I hope to hope that things are changing, but I worry. Yeah, I mean, th so this survivor, five years old at the time, now in his 40s. So, I mean, that is a good long time. We have put some things into place, but can continue to do a better job about that. And the reason why uh, a lot of these cases are starting to be brought about, one, I think, is because of the Associated Press article of a little while back, um, the case out of Arizona. Mm -hmm. And I think once you have... Uh, you know, one group or, or one example of people being able to speak out, other people feel empowered. But also, too, and I don't know, we should get someone here in the cultural hall to talk about it, but there is a recent-ish change 
that allows in within a small window those who have been um, sexually abused to be able to uh, to what litigate or go after those that that uh, did that. Where normally there would be a statute of limitations for some reason and for some short window, there's an opportunity for those individuals to say, "Hey, this occurred," and yeah. I'd like to be able to press charges at this time. And, so. and it's it's too bad we have to, but I think it it helps. You know, this might cost be a big deal, several million dollars or one point what four million dollars is it what you said? One point one, yeah, one point one million dollars. But I think it it putting money behind it, it it seems weird. I think it it forces um, forces people to look at their policies, it mm-hmm. forces the church to look at the policies, maybe about how they train them. I mean, I know we have the new training that you have to go through and stuff. But truthfully, that just, I mean, that just informs the people who are good, uh, good at not sexual, <laughs> you know, sexually abusing people. It helps them understand what to look for, but mm-hmm. it really doesn't weed out those who might do it. And so there's there's more that they can do. And then there's background checks might be a way they go in the future. We're hoping that that becomes the case. I, you know, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, not... A great story, and I've got a couple other. I'm not sure if you want to intermittently throw in. Do you something want me to else? throw a, throw something that's a little lighter, so you can then yeah, maybe can so that I can bring it back dark again. So I thought this was an interesting story. It's post Christmas, but um, you know that little melody they play with "Light the World." That mm. that it's just that tinkling music behind mm-hmm. there, and it's it's existed what for, since 2016 since when the "Light the, the World" started. first started. That was first of all, that was not even a Christmas. It was. The, whoever the author is, they want to rename, remain anonymous. There's an article in LDS Living about this that you can, uh, we'll put it in the show notes. But um, the it was it was composed by an anonymous person who suggest who um, submitted it to the church just in general to be able to u- be used. And as they were doing the videos, they were using an, a, another piece of music, and nothing really seemed to fit. Hmm. And so what they they decided, oh, okay, we'll just keep going, but then they had to search around, and when they found this one, everything just worked, and so then they edited it a little bit and got more swells here and you know, brought up the strings there or something like that, but then they got it to the way um, that was the first year, and, it, and I thought it was interesting. The second year, they, they initially took it out, and quite quickly, they went back to it, and it's remained the, the, um, that sound, and it's so noticeable that when you hear that come on, you're just like, no, it's Christmas time. It's, mm-hmm. it's become it's become kind of part of our culture. So I, I thought it was a really interesting story. If you want to read a little bit more about this, it's a two two minute recording called Diligence. Hmm. Not even a Christmas story originally, Christmas song ri- originally, but it brings in that that spirit really quickly. So, and as people know, with any of the stories that we talk about here in the cultural hall, you can find the links for these in the show notes. So you'll be able to not only read that story, but be able to hit, click and hear that, that music there. Uh, we talked about this, this is a while back now. Um, but the man that was accused of killing his wife, the five Oh yeah, we're kids, going right back down. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, well, th- this the one in Enoch. Yeah. yeah. The one in Enoch, which is just north of Cedar City. Which like there's like five of them, know, and I had to pick the one we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the recent shootings of just this week, there's three mass shootings this week alone. Um, but this is the man accused of killing his wife, five kids, and his mother in law as well. So sad. Uh, the obituary got people pretty lit up. The obituary for a man 
uh, from Utah who police have accused of killing his entire family in a murder-suicide said he, quote, made it a point to spend quality time with each and every one of his children and that they were a, quote, cherished miracle to him and his wife. Authorities in Enix said that they believe the 42-year-old uh, hate killed his wife, Tasha, their five children, mother-in-law, Gail Earl, who was staying with them at the time. All eight were found dead with gunshot wounds at their home in Southern Utah on the 4th of January. And people lost it. I can that, understand why. At, at that particular thing. And so it got me thinking a couple of things. One, we also learned that uh, since, since the time of this, that a couple years prior, there were some accusations of child abuse within that home. And... Uh, they, for for maybe lack of better terms, weren't taken serious enough considering what ultimately transpired, right? So the, the cops were notified, but charges... Maybe were, they weren't you know, severe enough to signify that this might occur. Or, or they didn't believe they the didn't children fall, enough, yeah. or like he was yeah. good buddies with this guy, and, you know, the guy said, hey, it wasn't that big of a deal, my kids overreacting, whatever the thing was. It, they weren't taken serious enough. So there was at least a pattern and of something like this. 2020 on that. But yeah, right, a thousand so. percent. Uh, but the other thing that has me sort of thinking about it is, you know, the, the people that wrote the obituaries, right? So you can imagine. Probably was a family member. Yeah. yeah. And, and at the funeral, you see there, there was a graphic that was um, a picture that was shared quite a bit where there were the um, seven caskets so he did his ceremony, or if, if he had one, I'm not even sure that he had one, but was not part of That's good. those that were murdered, right? And so they celebrated these people and, you know, everything like that. And so you see the seven caskets lined up. It's a stark, just, you know, dark image, right? And um, and then you hear about this in his obituary. And, and I wonder how much of it is, like, trying to... to um, paint like a rosy like a, a picture of it right because I, I get because so. I guess I think for me that it would be hard if I didn't know this part of this person it would be hard for me to um like come to grips with it I suppose and I'm not justifying well, this because I think it's atrocious the I way that they also, wrote it I think you also I, 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 I've thought about this a lot because like I thought okay if my brother had done this right I would want to, yeah, acknowledge this, but I'd also want to highlight the wonderful things I knew about my brother before whatever happened led him down this path to get to get there. And so, but I, I'm wondering if that should be a public document or a, a, a private family document. Like I think that's where the difference came in because when you put it public, it's a slap in the face of of everyone who is mourning the is loss, mourning of, the loss people of the people he killed. killed. Exactly. But I think it's it's a worthwhile within a family to acknowledge the tragedy, but also try to remember because you don't know what happened that led him down to this. But maybe there's mental illness involved. Maybe there's other things. Maybe it's maybe just stress. I don't want to say stress because there's no yeah, stress. Lots of people get stressed, and I don't kill yeah, people. Stress does not mean you kill people. But there might be extenuating circumstances that began him on a path. That, that eventually led to that. And that's the part where you want to delineate as a family member. You want to remember the good times. But I think it's 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 never good to try to highlight good and lessen the bad, when especially when it's this bad. Yeah. Right? And so that's, that's kind of the thing. And, and publicly, 
maybe not try to downplay the 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 murder by up upplaying his love of his kids at one time. Yeah. Because truthfully, his love of his kids may have been the motivator for him killing him. Right. Right. Because he didn't love is not necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Love is not necessarily the the motivation of love is not necessarily lead to good. It can lead to bad too. Yeah. So that's gross. So that's you know when the Beatles say all you need is love. Maybe you also need restraint and respect and, uh, you know, a, a bunch of other things. Okay. Yeah. That, no, no offense to Paul McCartney and John Lennon and sure. all those guys. But I know I know they're listening, so I appreciate yeah, that totally. you would. Yeah. Paul, you know, yeah, yeah. call me. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll talk, talk you through it. Ringo coming to Utah. I'm yeah. sure that in anticipation, he's been listening <laughs> to the cultural hall. Uh, do you want to go? Do you have something light you would like to do? Or shall uh, I do another terrible dark story i'm going to yeah go dark uh, jody story. arias we watched my wife and i uh watched another special about uh jody arias if you don't you're gonna, know you're gonna have to tell me more i mean i know who it is but i didn't read this article because i figured you'd tell me uh her her boyfriend travis alexander she stabbed him 27 times in the shower now here's the interesting thing about it um you you don't realize in this particular story how much church culture sort of fits into this scenario. So Travis Alexander, uh, I think he was living in California, then he moves to Arizona, and um, and uh, he he dates this girl Jody, right? Who says, you know, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna join your church. And actually, the most listened to episode of the Cultural Hall is where we visit with the elder who taught jody arias and actually baptized and, and actually baptized her and um so she so she joins the church but the two of them are you know they're fooling around they're being 20 somethings right and uh and then he turns around and because of the guilt that he feel feels you know says hey you know what i, I we can't do this anymore or you know, I have to keep you a secret or, you know, we can't tell anybody or we're not going to do this in the light of day. And and so all of these kind of like what seems and feels like a sort of culturally influenced shame and mm-hmm. guilt that led him to treat her the way that he treated her. I'm not justifying yeah, the, back to being the... stabbed 27 <laughs> times in the shower, you know, but 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 maybe he wasn't the best boyfriend. Right. And, and religion is is woven within this yeah. from her joining the church to, you know, all the guilt and the shame and all of the things. I forgot how much uh, his faith played into it because he also, you know, it was one of these things where he said, you know, what, I want to I want to be with a, a Mormon girl. And that's what drove her to investigate, learn the church. And, you know, she subsequently was sort of obsessed with him. Yeah. And there was some some things that were off there. But. It, it that was part of what drew her to him and then her to the church and it's a yeah. terrible story yes i i hope that uh i hope that religion didn't play as big of a role but it feels like there was a, it was at least a mitigating factor yeah yeah. yeah and the reason why it's it's coming out now is there was a a, a docu series on netflix and now they're doing a part 2 so oh, that's why yeah. it's come back out and you're going to, the the next part of the series is going to be essentially her point of view in 
the court trial. I should ask my wife because she's probably watching it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because she yeah. watches all the murder shows. Yeah. It's so she can get rid of you one day. That's right. Yep. So when my when I die someday, just my wife, you will never be able to prove it. She'll know exactly what to do. But oh, I know. No, no. Oh, yeah. If if you die, it's your wife. I got it. I hear this loud and clear. She doesn't listen, does she? No, okay, but good. she'll probably listen to this one out of the first time in a long time. She, yeah. She'd be like, hey, I should check out what he's doing. And then huh. next, nah, so. Perfect. So uh, if next week you find out that no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> she's gonna be mad at me if she finds out. Oh no, no, that I knew that. I knew that without question. Uh, what about you? Had a story about uh, pictures or symbols or something. So yeah, right? the so um, the church, the church, church of Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ of Latter Day Saints. Saints. Have you thank ever heard you. of it? No, thank you for being. Uh... <laughs> Never mind. So there's an online library of gospel related picture symbols, and so. I was thinking, I'm like, these would be great for if you're interested in social media, but if you're uh, if you're into teaching or anything else, and you can download them. So like even things like the atonement of Jesus Christ, the gift of the Holy Ghost, ministering. If you're trying to maybe write an article, like in your ward newsletter, or if you're trying to promote something within your ward or within something you're doing, these could be a very useful to you. There, there's about fifty of them, and they're just nice little iconic icon like symbols, and um. I'm going to steal them for social media from when I'm doing a, a non-joke post. <laughs> you know, one of the the things that when we had uh, Katie Steed, episode 654 of the Cultural Hall. And you so, just remember them out of... No, out I of, just no, looked I'm it just up. Uh, it, one of the things that she said is this is also for like the instruction of those that have... Uh, you know, some some extra needs, some special needs that these pictures oh, are able point. to, you know, teach them the symbology of this is priesthood, this is ministering, this is repentance. And so that's part of it as well, uh, especially for people maybe who are non-speakers. So, it's And I guess it's found in the Life Help section of the Gospel Library app, so that makes sense. Uh, you can also find the video series Teaching Strategies for children with disabilities that will teach you how to use these that's pictures what my as wife, well. That's why my I know these. My wife looks those up to teach me. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I, I apologize, actually. That's a terrible joke. So <laughs> before you reach so out... So you have to go back. Yeah. He apologized. Does that make it okay? No. No, But it he doesn't. recognizes... I recognize that it's not okay. So if you hear this, I uh, probably shouldn't have made that joke. No. And I'm not going to edit it out because we don't do that. Uh, other just horrible stories, uh, since that's apparently what I do... Um, yeah, I, there, do, I do all the fluff stories, good, good, positive and fluff stories. You there, get to do all the hard stories. There was an interesting video, um, this from the folk of, folks over at Mormon Stories, which blah, um, but they had uh, a... Which uh, blah. Yeah, which blah. <laughs> I, I don't care for it. It, uh, Yeah. And if you ever want to know why, ask me, uh, person to person. Contact at the cultural yeah, at the cultural <laughs> Although I think most people would probably know why. I don't know that it's the most church-affirming website or, you know, podcast or video series. But they uh, talked to a woman, uh, a black member of the church, who talked about her um, her experience with, uh, with the church and people... Um, how do you say this? Like encouraging her not to interracially marry because oh, really? otherwise their seed would be cursed. And, <sighs> and, and I just, you know, it's one of these things that I'm just like, okay. Is this recent or is this when she was younger? So, so the video, well, 
I mean, it's horrible no, no matter what. Agreed. But I know the Church of Cut has has spent the last 10 years trying to dispel that that idea. So I would hope that it's prior to that, but sounds like it's not. It does it does seem like it was 20 years plus ago. Okay. Okay. So that doesn't make it any better, no, but hopefully there are some changes that have been made. Just so you know, that is not a thing. It's yeah. not doctrinally sound. I'm just say, stating that out so everyone knows we, <laughs> we but, do not. But you know, as do I, that, you know, in the not so distant past, yeah. someone saying that. Well, when would, I was a kid, yeah. I was, I, I, that's what I believed. I believed that because it was taught to me. Yeah. I don't know if it was taught on Sunday by, by any means, but I know my dad would say it and other people would say it. And I it was kind of in the culture. So you kind of grew up believing that. I remember discussing it on my mission and realizing, yeah, I don't think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Once you knew better, you yeah. of course had to do better, but it, the, the craziest thing to me about some of that stuff is to know how recently in the past it has been not acceptable because it's never been acceptable, but accepted. Yeah. And I just, that was a, a blast from the past for me. And I just, I, I couldn't believe it that, you know, someone had said, hey, no, make, you know, stick to your own. It's like, oh my gosh, what? What? Depends what you mean by your own, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, 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 and that's part of why it was part of, you know, that particular video series and podcast is because yeah. it's, you know, inflammatory. It's all the things. So, but it's 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 a worthwhile conversation mm-hmm. because I, if we stop having it, it'll come back up. Mm-hmm. Because there are still, I'll, I'll tell you, there's I've I've heard things like that in Texas, and I won't I've, nothing out like in your face or anything too much, but just that it's still kind of under the surface is is an issue. And so the more we talk about it, the more it's like mold. You you tear out the wall and you let let it come to light, and then it it, it goes away. But it the spores still exist. And so we, the more we talk about it, the more we keep it in the light. I think that that's a good thing. Oh, I like that comparison. Do you have any other news stories? I don't. I think I'm out. Let's end on, I've got two. One is a quick one, and one we're going to talk about some of the things that have changed in the church since President Nelson became the prophet. The first one is uh, the online missionary training at select MTCs. For most new full-time missionaries, Uh, the online at-home portion of training will be reduced to just a single week of online training following recent notice on adjustments to missionary training center schedules. Currently, most new missionaries training in their native language are online for the first week of three weeks with the two subsequent weeks at an assigned MTC. Those learning foreign languages spend two weeks online in at-home MTC before completing their training at an assigned MTC. Beginning May 1st, the at-home portion of training will be just one week for missionaries beginning language training at the following missionary training centers. The Brazil MTC. So only one week of not wearing pants on Zoom. (laughs) No pants. No pants MTC. Just a a white shirt and tie. No pants. (laughs) You, You know that there are not many that do that. But at least one. I'm sure if I was doing it, that's what I'd do. Sure. Uh, The Brazil MTC, England MTC, Mexico MTC, Peru MTC, and Provo MTC. According to the January 9th notice from the missionary department sent to stake mission and district presidents and bishoprics and branch presidencies, all missionaries assigned to these five MTCs, whether learning a new language or not, will complete one week at home and then with proper visa and other travel documents if required, report for on-site training. So... 
That sounds, that sounds like a, it's upward, moving upward and onward. I'll tell you what, though. I don't know if I would have lasted a week at home. Nowadays, I think I would. I, I think back then, it, uh, this would have been, I don't know if I could have handled it. No. Yeah. Like, I think I, think I had the, to go. Yeah, the very best thing for me yeah. was to not be home. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, I think I would have been a week home, and I think I would have said, I'm out. Uh, truth to the point that I think that the first three months of my mission, had I not been in Australia, which is a really long way away, mm-hmm. I likely, and my dad was worried about this, which is why he was glad I went to Australia. If I was in a stateside mission, I probably would have just jumped on a bus and came home. Yeah. I wouldn't have told anyone. Yeah. Plenty of elders in my mission did that, bought plane tickets and flew home. More more than wow. a, more than half a dozen. Where are they? Um, I have no idea. Yep. They, no, they would call and leave. This is true. They would call and leave a message on the uh, voicemail at the mission to, mission office. I'm flying home and I'm say, out. "Hey, the uh, the car is parked here. The keys are under the seat here. It's cleaned up. We cleaned up the apartment. We're done." That wow. happened more than half a dozen times. Yeah, that doesn't happen in Australia. No. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's like a, they catch you. It's thirty six hours to yeah. fly home. Uh, okay, so here we go. These are announcements and changes since President Nelson became the prophet. Uh, so this is, we'll go 2018. Uh, the first presidency updated the guidelines on preventing and responding to abuse. Uh, Elder Gong and Elder Suarez uh, sworn into the, um, as or sustained as, as apostles. Uh, ministering, hmm. this is all 2018, so in his first year. Uh, the church ending their relationship with the Boy Scouts of America. This is a big deal. The hymn book and children's songbook going to be revised. Uh, the First Presidency announced the new guidelines for youth interviews. This is Do we all know when the hymn book's supposed to be revised? Any day now. Is it, so we're in that mm-hmm. time, right? Mm-hmm. Could, could mm-hmm. Come out. Okay. Uh, new and improved version of Preach My Gospel. Uh, President Nelson issues a statement on using the full name of the church. That also in his first year, August of his first year. And you'll see me still struggling with that. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, first volume of Saints came out. That's under President That's Nelson. That's a good one. Yep. I, I like that. Uh, missionary candidates received their uh, assignments online instead of in the mail during President Nelson. Uh, home-centered church-supported gospel study. Uh, President Nelson announced 12 temples. I won't announce all. So he, we know he did 118. I won't announce all these in that. Uh, some church pageants are discontinued under President Nelson. Um, There's only, what, three left in the world? Is that I right? want to say. Something like that. There, one, in, one in England, London. And there's two in Nauvoo. What two other in, one? Well, I, I guess uh, like uh, Mesa sort of has a pageant. Do they? Kind of. An Easter one, I believe, don't they? Oh. Contact at theculturalhall.com. Yeah, let us know. I don't. I, I think that I only knew of three: the two in two in Nauvoo, and then one in London. Uh, let's see. Uh, the, or England somewhere. The recommendation process for missionary service online. Uh, primary progression: young men uh, priesthood ordination and youth temple recommends. Uh, sister missionaries get to wear pants. That's right. That's under President Nelson. Very important. It's weird though. You still, when I see sister missionaries walking through the church, I still go, that's just, it feels wrong. I mean, oh, it's, it's not. Oh, it, you're an old timer. Exactly. But let them wear pants. I, I'm happy to let them wear, they, they have pants. I just, I just can't get over it. <laughs> uh, February of uh, his second year was when they made the changes that they can communicate uh, by online messaging, phone calls, video chats. Every week. Yeah, every week. Not just, not just like. Christmas and Mother's Day, like when we were on our mission? Uh, April, uh, he rescinded the um, 
children of parents who identify themselves as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender may now be blessed as infants and baptized. That's great. Uh, In May, he discontinued the one-year waiting period after civil marriages. These are huge. These are huge. If you really think about them in our life, I mean, it was never going to be any different, right? These are some of those things that you felt like, well, this is the way it is, and it'll never be any different. And and it makes no sense, really. When you when they make the change, you look back and go, why did we do that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the church announces new training course to prevent and respond to child abuse. New Book of Mormon videos. Uh, women, youth, and children may now serve as witnesses of sealing and baptismal ordinances. That's another one that it's like, it was always something that like we, uh, you know, we didn't do. That was a priesthood thing, right? You only were a pre- only priesthood holders could do that. And then we realized, then they, they did it. And then you go... Why was that only a priesthood thing? <laughs> uh, Ward Young Men Presidencies are discontinued. New yep. Young Women uh, theme. Uh, President Nelson announced revised temple recommend questions. That's under his time. A new missionary handbook. New Aaronic Priesthood Quorum theme. Uh, the First Presidency releases a statement on church finances. Adjustments made to ceremonial temple clothing. The availability of the new general handbook for all church leaders. Dissolving Handbook 1 and 2 and Keeping It Secret. Second volume of Saints. And um, it's available online, so anyone can go. Yeah. Get it. Uh, virtual tours of church history sites. That's under President Nelson. A new church symbol uh, introduced. Which I love, by the way. Did you? I do. I, I think that's I think that's one of one of my favorite things he's done is that sim- the symbol. It, it really helps us focus on Christ, which is what we should be doing. Uh, the First of Presidency encourages reverent art in meeting houses under President Nelson. Blue dress shirts, no ties are approved as missionary exceptions. Uh, minor adjustments to the names of church historic sites. Jesus, it's, and it just goes on and on and on. Submit uh, names to temple prayer rolls online. Um, have, we, have we all been taking our vitamins? Yeah. <laughs> That's not in here yet. Oh, no, that is this one. Uh, the First Presidency announces three global church magazines will replace the current four, Ensign and New Era. Uh, Ensign title is retired and New Era renamed. Um, what is the New Era name now? Excellent question that I don't know the answer to. Look it up. Huh. Uh, seminaries and institutes change to come and further align with Come Follow Me. The renovation project on the church office building. Roots Tech holds its first ever all-virtual event all under President Nelson. Uh, let's see, Salt Lake Temple renovation, the attempt to preserve Minerva Tykert murals in Manti, Utah Temple. Uh, President Nelson announced plans to preserve the pioneer craftsmanship of the Manti Temple. Uh, discontinuation of time-only marriages in temples. So I don't know that people realize that, but you used to be able to and can no longer be married only for time in the temple. You so cannot just, do that anymore. cannot. Oh. And so it's for the strength of youth. That's the new name. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Uh, let's see. What else under the time? Um, uh, Saturday evening, discontinued, recontinued, discontinued, <laughs> recontinued. That was part of it. Um, what will happen next, General Conference? The on... First Presidency revises conditions in which church officers may perform civil marriages. Um Let's see. Family Search announces a limit of 300 uh, names that you're allowed to reserve because you know that there's people that are like, dibs, dibs, yeah. dibs. Some, some, someone in your family is like, you got to come to me. I'll give them to you. But I, I, I did all 300. Mm-hmm. 
the uh, the uh, new online process for issuing temple recommends under President Nelson. Jeez. Uh, and it's just on and on and on and on. Two new missions in Spain and England. Third volume of saints. Church donation categories are simplified online. The first two women are called to serve with the church's military advisory committee. Oh, yeah, that was a big one. Uh, the church gives $32 million to the World Food Program in its largest one-time donation to date. $32 million. Uh, the first meeting of the church's newly formed American Sign Language Board of Education. Six new missions, five in Africa, two in Nigeria, one reinstated in Europe. The Beehive House, Lion House, and Joseph Smith Memorial Building are going to close. Uh, the strengthening young single adults. Are they renovating just like the, um, like they do with the Salt Lake Temple for and kind of bringing them up to code? Is that what they're doing with I those? don't know. I don't know on that. Hmm. Uh, the church in, reinstates opening prayers in Sunday school. I know. That was like out of all of these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the big this one. This one affected me the most because every time I'd go into it, I'd be like, are we supposed to pray here or not? <laughs> yeah. Do we do this? Is this all right? And then finally, uh, Family Search renames Family History Library to Family Search Library. All, and that's not even the 100. I read like 50 maybe of the things that have occurred under President Nelson. And still, so vibrant, you know, He's still kicking. Just, yeah. You know, you know, Monson was, he was, you could tell when he was nearing the end, like, uh -huh. but he was, he was vibrant, vibrant. And then all of a sudden general conference, you'd see him and go, oh, maybe yeah. we have two or three left, maybe. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we haven't seen that yet. With no, him. no. We never saw that really with President Hinckley. I think, I think I saw one general conference. I thought he might be, uh, he might be yeah, not a little near. slower and then he was gone. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that's, but that's how it sort of is, yeah. I think, with life, right? Unless it's something that is untimely. Um, you know, it's you're great until you're not. And then, man, but that's the way I want to go. Oh, totally. Right? Vibrant, do it, do it. You don't look so good. He oh. died? That's how I'd like to go. And, and regardless of what happens, that's what I'll, I'll say about you. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, and then I, I guess we should end on this story because I forgot that this was part of it too. Mary Crandall Hales wife of the late yeah. apostle Robert D. Hales recently passed away. President Nelson spoke at her funeral, um, 90 years old, so death incident of age. Uh, he passed away in 2017. And remember, he is the apostle who died between sessions of General mm -hmm. Conference. So, yeah. Yeah, he was there on Saturday, not on... Well, I mean, he wasn't there, but... Yeah, but alive on Saturday and then on Sunday. Yep. Out. Uh, we hope, keep eye contact with me right now. Let's see how you do. We hope that this episode has nourished and strengthened your body. And if you're healthy enough to listen this week, you'll be healthy enough to listen next week. And that when the time comes, you'll be able to travel home in safety. In the meantime, Chris at Alpine Lakes Travel, Rick McGee, Debbie Wanless, and Chocolate Cake Bites Podcast. We'll be saving a seat for you. On the back row of, of the, the Cultural, Cultural Hall. Hall. See, we can do it pretty well when we're in the same yeah, place. that's right. Save me a seat, it's sure to be 